Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, and welcome to The Season Keepers, the show where the only two people we recommend keeping for the season is us. My name's Matt, aka Clean Sheet Wipeout. My name's James, aka SK James FPL. Good to see you, bud. How you doing? Yeah, not too bad. Good man. How was your Sky Week? Pretty, pretty decent Yeah, for both teams, I'll say, yeah. Ah, that's all right, then. Obviously, we'll come on to uh, the points as, as we move on, but it was nice that for once, we only had to pick three captains. Um, and yeah, the game week kind of finished on a Sunday, so it's meant recording the podcast this week is a lot easier than it has been recently, obviously with uh, work commitments and, and personal life. So thankfully, we can get this one out to you guys pretty early in the week. Hopefully you enjoy it. Um, as always, we'll cover off the fixtures thanks to uh, FF Stuff's website, you know, game by game, tier by tier. We'll discuss our teams, have a look at a couple of questions that we've been given, and then um, end the podcast there. So first things first, James. It was uh, Newcastle 1, Wolves 0. Uh, yes, it was. And I think all I had in this was Cody, uh, captain, and then I skipped in the other team. That's up. Fair so, point. With regards to skipping, I think it went relatively okay. I think most people had Wolves defence, mm. either Saar or a Kilman. A um, little bit annoying to see Cody just miss out on passing to you. Yeah, two points, isn't it? Two passes. Yeah, Kilman just made it. Um, so I guess those can be the difference between a rank rise and a rank fall. Yep. But yeah, uh, fair play to Chris Wood. Um, another goal for him. Yeah, it was annoying. I was watching this game and see Newcastle had the early goal ruled out. Um, it felt like a nil-nil uh, in the second half, to be honest. And um, the more the game went on, I thought, okay, you know, clean sheet banked. Wrong thing to think. Obviously, the the penalty comes, Chris Wood slots it away. And yeah, it's a bit frustrating. Uh, particularly, you know, as a Cody owner. And I know quite a few people moved to Newcastle assets, obviously for this game and then, you know, upcoming games, given they've got doubles and Wolves don't play this week now. So there's a bit of a, a hop-off period for the likes of Wolves and Leeds that we'll come on to. I've seen people go to the Bruno Guimaraes. You've done pretty well there. You've got tackle tier two, you know, I think it's, what, a five-pointer. Um, and then you've got Chris Wood, you know, got himself the goal even the likes of Shah yeah he didn't make passing but he got himself a clean sheet can't really complain about that can you no no very 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 good return yeah whereas obviously for your Wolves assets just as I've said we'll talk about it in a bit but yeah definitely time to move on jumping on then to the Saturday games mate and uh, the early kickoff bit of a surprising result it was Everton 1 at Man United 0 yeah, a real surprise. And it was um, a great, great performance from by Everton. Mm. Um, I mean, I think I, a few people might have been on Richarlison, um, who obviously got shocked here. Yeah, and yeah. saw a few punting maybe, him previously. Yeah, maybe a budget Gordon pick sort of scattered around. Um, yeah, very disappointing in terms of Man United. Uh, Ronaldo getting booked, no tears, that's... Big disappointment for those because obviously he's very pricey in this game. Yeah, and obviously United have got that single against Brentford coming up, don't they? Mm, so yeah, people might have hopped on ahead of this game. Yeah, and it, that perfor- that performance really puts me off because yeah, if anything, you want to go fucking Brentford. Well, exactly based on, based on the their weekend. form. Yeah, <laughs> like we'll come on to their game, but do I really want to try and navigate and spend the funds to bring in a United asset for that game? I, I'm not so sure. And I need to really think about it, particularly with transfers being so tight now. Um, yeah, just I'm not fancy United at the moment. I think 
they don't really fancy themselves. There's a lot going on, obviously, behind the scenes with the discussions about the new manager. I don't think the team's right. And it just doesn't seem all as well in that dressing room. And for me, yeah, I think that might be the reason that I potentially skip. Yeah, yeah, agreed. I don't think there's a player I fancy, like either a cheap price point or an expensive one. No. I feel like the expensive ones are a race to money and the cheap ones just aren't any good. Yeah, and obviously people potentially would have thought about Fred went off injured after 36 minutes looks mm. like it's a, a muscle strain so that that's not great for him because obviously he's good for picking up tackles and passing Bruno Fernandes yeah he's always an option you know obviously we, we've seen previously how well he can play but yeah I just think I just don't think they're on it and yeah there's some serious consideration there for that fixture yeah great and then um, a team that a lot of us are probably on double maybe even triple uh, they've lost. It was Arsenal 1, Brighton 2. Yeah, a bit of a shock. Um, also a shock in terms of Sky, obviously. they The Brighton defence is normally quite comfortable with its amount of passes. And yeah, yeah Kukurea got the most on 28, but the likes of Dunk on 26 and Veltman on 16 is a bit unusual. It was, yeah, particularly when you look at that Arsenal defensive line. Yeah, yeah, it looks like an Arsenal kind of... Uh, Stole the passing tier, so to speak. Um, but Ben White hit tier two, Gabriel picking up tiers as well. Um, Ramsdale aside, it's actually not a bad performance for the defense in terms of sky for Arsenal. Um, yeah. but yeah. yeah, maybe a bit of disappointment for, for, for those on Saka, who I think there's quite a lot of people now on Saka with God, Arsenal single game days and so on. Definitely, yeah, I'm, I'm on Saka and um white myself and yeah it was uh it was frustrating obviously ben white got himself uh four points but yeah saka just the one pointer which isn't really what i expected from this game no i was quite hopeful for arsenal to win by two or three and yeah it's just just the opposite happened yeah, really just wasn't to be but obviously they've got uh still some decent fixtures coming up to be fair um they've had a, they've got a lot of games you know obviously saints next so uh yeah you can't really turn that down <laughs> and uh I, I expect they'll get returns, honestly. <laughs> yeah, agreed. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, talking about Southampton, Jesus Christ. Um, that's the next game, James. I, I don't really want to discuss it. Uh, Southampton nil, Chelsea six. Yeah, it's not pretty, and um, it's just a sea of green uh, on the FF Stuff's website for this game. Uh, basically, every Chelsea player, apart from Mendy, hit tears. Yeah. Uh, and Loftus-Cheek. Loftus-Cheek. Yeah, but... Yeah, I guess Mount is probably the only kind of attacking player that's owned in Sky relatively significantly. Other than that, people tend to have like a Rudiger or a Silver. Yeah. Um, I myself, yeah, have have Rudiger, and I'm just very happy with how that turned out in terms of Sky. Uh, but yeah, terrible performance for us, and I guess most people will have Pope for our single game day, and. This is no advertisement for any of our players. <laughs> Absolutely not. Yeah, If you're on the double up Chelsea defensively, I am in my second team um, with Silva and Rudiger. You know, it was quite nice. It's what, 23 points from the two of them. That's kind of what you're hoping for when, when you double up, particularly with the likes of Chelsea. But this could have been a lot worse, honestly. Um, Chelsea should have been about 5-0 up after 20 minutes when Werner scored his third. They hit the post, they hit the bar. They were just all over us, dominant from start to finish. We looked like we didn't want to be there. Changed formation fucking three times. It was, it was a real travesty. And um, 
I'm on the uh, Planet FPL kind of clash of the correspondence this week so albeit it's not going to be sky related um if you do want to hear my full thoughts about saints i'm inevitably going to be ranting for a good 10 15 minutes which i don't really have time to do that on this pod um but yeah stay clear of saints assets honestly yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> wow me um i want to move on quickly so i'm going to do that now uh watford nil leads three yeah, dominant performance from Leeds in a quite an important game down at the bottom. Uh, extraordinary amount of tackles in this game for Leeds. Yeah. Um, tier two spread across the pitch. Har- Jack Harrison on nine tackles. It's amazing. The entire team actually made 47 tackles, which is insane. That's mad. <laughs> Absolutely mad. Have you literally just counted that up now? I added that up, yeah. That's oh, quick math, mate. <laughs> <laughs> But including yeah, the substitutes fuck you know there you go uh, that, that's what you get in this guy's guy you know you get quick maths that's that's what you want on this podcast um but yeah uh i've got rafinha uh in my team and i've obviously i've held him for quite a while it's time to move him on given uh leads now don't play this week and there's a bit of a lull a bit of a blank but it was good to see him get a shot tier and his goal so that was a nice uh leaving present from my team particularly given i've held him for you know the long periods in which he's really done nothing it has always felt like I don't own him and he goes massive. And when I do own him, he just twos and threes. It's it's not been great. But um, Leeds really needed this win, given how tight it is at the bottom of that league. And had Watford won, and obviously with Everton beating United and Burnley losing, it could have been a lot tighter. But yeah, I think Leeds have pulled away slightly. And uh, thankfully they have, given uh, some of the fixtures that got coming up and also the fact that teams have got games in hand. Agreed. Jumping on then to a game that, yeah, the the result really doesn't warrant the uh, the performance of Aston Villa, but they got a spanking in the end. It was Aston Villa nil, Spurs four. Yeah, one that I definitely enjoyed. Um, I've got a triple up of Spurs in one team and a quadruple up in the Ooh. other. Fair play. So that's Fair say, Song Kane Kulu in one and then adding Hoiberg in the other team. And yeah, it was just yeah, it was a delight to be honest. Um nice. Being on clinical that, from Son. Being on Son this week was yeah, a hundred percent the play for Sky Managers and I couldn't I couldn't get there. Um annoyingly I'm on Kane Kulusevsky and Eric Dyer. Yeah, I've got Eric Dyer on my team. Um but yeah, it was uh it was good. They obviously all three of them returned, which was nice. But yeah, to miss out on Son's absolutely monstrous hole was uh, a bit painful. Villa are another one of those teams, James, that uh, see now blank. And um, there's quite a few of people I've seen on, you know, Coutinho. Uh, Ramsey is obviously ticking around. And I've, I very much doubt if you're on Ramsey, you'll move off of him, given he's obviously the enabler in your squad if you've got him. Very unlucky you were you were one pass away from passing to you there. But yeah, for someone like Coutinho, um, you're probably moving on now, right? Yeah, yeah, I'd imagine so. Um, obviously, it will depend on how many transfers you've got left. I myself have Matty Cash, so that's something for something for me to think about. Um, single game day wise, I don't think they have any that we need them for, do they? Not that I'm aware of. No, not- no, no. So yeah, it probably does make sense to move them on yeah um and i only mentioned that because uh if we go to the uh 
Sunday fixtures. Uh, well, it'll be the next game after the one of this, and then I'll come on to it. But I had Coutinho and I moved him on. Um, okay. Brentford 2, West Ham 0 is the fixture before that. Yep. Lovely, lovely result for Brentford. Um, I'm guessing now the move, you moved him on to Bowen. No, I, I owned already owned Bowen. I moved him oh, onto right, a, okay. I moved him onto a player in the next game that we'll discuss. Right, okay, cool. But yeah, um, but I, yeah. Very on. good for <laughs> very good result for Brentford. Um and Bremo doing the business, not hitting the post, got goal and assist and shot to you. you. In Dreamland, if you own him, you probably don't more likely to own Ivan Tony. Um who yeah, got a very good return and obviously this, this, on the other hand, is a great advertisement for the Brentford single game day. Absolutely. Man United. Mate, if Mbomo does that against United, can you imagine? <laughs> yeah, stuff of dreams. <laughs> yeah, and uh, genuinely, it's a consideration because at the rank I'm at, you know, it, it makes no difference to me this season where I finish now. I really couldn't give a shit anymore. Yeah. Um, so I may well go differential for that for that United yeah. game. I think even Christian Eriksen might not be a bad pick. Um, he got shot tier in this was game. He was close, so unlucky. Close, close to passing tier as well. One pass away. And one tackle one pass away. away from ta- yeah, one tackle away from tackles. Yeah, so very unlucky. He's looked, he looked very sharp recently. He's obviously scored recently as well. Um, yep. Obviously, we know what he can do in terms of assists. Yeah. So and United, United are really poor defensively at the moment. So those Ericsson, Mbomo, Tony. I mean, it sounds crazy that I'm even recommending them on this podcast, but... They could do something against that United backline, like no problem. No, I think so. We saw what they did against Chelsea last weekend. You know, it's it's not difficult for them, and given they've got nothing to play for now this season, they seem to be playing with a little bit of a little bit of joy. You know, a little the leash is kind of off in a sense because they're safe. You know, uh, they've got look next season to look forward to. I think they're just going out and enjoying their football, and that was quite clear. As a Bowen captainer in one of my teams, that was slightly frustrating. And West Ham looked really flat, but I guess in hindsight, hardly expected after that Thursday fixture. But thankfully, I didn't get penalised too much by gambling on the, the Bowen captaincy this weekend. Um, so James, the uh, the next fixture is the uh, Leicester Crystal Palace fixture, and the one in which I moved on to one James Madison from Coutinho. I actually brought Madison into both teams this week. It was Leicester 2, Crystal Palace 1. Yeah, and he obviously picked up an assist, so a decent move for for you. Um, Dewsbury Hall, I don't think he's owned much at all in this nah, game. Very but, much yeah, doubt got, it. got a goal and an assist, which is a bit of a surprise. Um, Lookman scoring as well. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, on the Palace side, obviously, a few people will still have Gallagher. I think I'm one of those. A uh, bit annoying to see him go off early. Yeah, they've got that single as well um, that's coming up. And that worries me slightly. The fact mm. that, yeah, they're, they're 2 0 down. So he's one of the players that sacrificed, you know, 58 minutes, didn't really have an impact on the game, only made 14 passes. Slightly concerning. Yeah, yeah, I guess he. Didn't have faith in him being part of the turnaround, which is a bit of a surprise. Um, I just wouldn't expect him to be the one that would be dragged off. No. Uh, so hopefully he does keep his place. He should do because he, he puts in a, a ton of effort in terms of like his running on the pitch. So yep. 
hopefully it'll be safe for that single game day. Agreed, yeah. And to be fair, I'd be very surprised those with, you know, Wolves like Cody. So Cody went to Madison in one team for me and Coutinho went to Madison in the other. I'd be very surprised if those that were targeting Leicester didn't go there this weekend anyway, because over Wolves, for instance, it was a four for zero. Um, so I think it was, it was quite clear there. And if you haven't, that there's still time, you know, I think there's no reason why you can't then go there again this weekend. If you decided against going it with the, the team that you saw and maybe people wanted, for instance, Harvey Barnes or can only afford Barnes. I think he'll probably come back into the squad this weekend. So yeah, providing that he starts, I think that there's no reason why you, you wouldn't go there. No, agreed. And then the uh, the second last game of the season before we get to the absolute cracker was uh, a great result for Norwich. Obviously, they're still down. Um, but yeah, I think it was just good to see and uh, definitely benefited Everton. It was uh, Norwich 2, Burnley 0. Yeah, but I feel like this was maybe a slight shock um, and a little bit painful as a Pope owner because this is what kind of draw, drew me into Pope was this fixture oh, I know. Um, <laughs> alongside the obviously the captaincy days and yeah it just makes me feel like a little bit bad about picking Pope mm. um, yeah disappointing he, he did get saved here in fairness to him but still I kind of did expect a clean sheet in this one and yeah, so they, put, they put two past him yep absolutely he obviously came away with a three pointer from that and I think given the uh, results elsewhere it might give Burnley the kick up the arse that they kind of need um, for this run-in because obviously they're now four points adrift um, they're going to have to start picking up points and keeping clean sheets so because of that and because they've got something to play for I'm, I'm holding Pope I definitely don't oh, want to so make another, I, yeah. don't want to make another goalkeeper transfer I've just realised I'm going to be watching Burnley Southampton away at Burnley. You are Pope captain in both teams yep. as a Saints fan <laughs> cheering on us on to score. I was going to say I forgot you're going to that away game, weren't you? That that'd be fun when you see Saints score. They're at the, I'm going to go mental celebrating the Saints goal and then realise that my Sky team's fucked. Yeah, yeah. Pope will be in like minus two, something stupid like that. We'll all be in the I same hope. boat, mate. Yeah, exactly. I hope so. There yeah, we go. Smash sure. Um, and then the final game of the weekend, and uh, yeah, what a game this was! It was uh, Man City two, Liverpool two. I did not realise when watching this that Bernardo Silva made so many tackles. Yeah, five. Uh, that's something that didn't come across when I was watching it. But yeah, I guess it was quite a feisty game. So a lot of tackles going in, end to end, action packed. Really, um, I don't know where to start. But yeah, Kevin De Bruyne, he's. He's banging form, scored. Didn't get any tears, but he did score. Um, yeah, it was just it was just a brilliant game, and the lineup for City, sort of, pretty much as you'd expect. Yeah, I think De Bruyne is. I've seen a few people punt on him, um, and I don't blame you. You know, with, with the games coming up, that their fixtures look unbelievable between now and the end of the season. And given how tight the league is, I think De Bruyne is essential to that running, even with the Champions League ongoing and the Cups and whatnot. I think he is a player. If you can get him in, I'd definitely not put you off it. Um, Laporte, obviously, is ticking along nicely. I think he could be another great asset, even conceding twice. He still managed 87 passes in this game. Um, obviously, neither of the uh, Liverpool centre-backs or none of the Liverpool players, uh, players achieved passing, which... For someone like VVD is surprising. Um, a lot of us are on Cancelo. 
obviously got the assist. It was a shame he didn't quite get that fourth tackle in. I wouldn't be against the double up of uh, City defence, for instance, um, moving forward, given how good the fixtures look on paper. Yeah, you could be looking at sort of 10 points plus for Laporte each game. Yeah. Which is, yeah, obviously a lo- lovely total to have. Yeah, that, that run, obviously, they've got the Wolves fixture to rearrange, but it's Brighton, Watford, Leeds, Newcastle. Like In those four games there, do they even concede a goal? Yeah, they, they, they may not do. Um, but I imagine they definitely will hit passing tier uh, in each of those as well. Yeah. So points are definitely there for the taking. Yeah, definitely. And it, it will come on to one of the questions that we've had in um, that we'll come on to shortly. But yeah, on, on the Liverpool side, obviously Trent, for those that have got him, again, much like Cancelo, got the assist, one tackle away from tackle tier, which is unfortunate. Uh, I know yourself and many others probably would have captained Salah. Uh, probably a shame that you saw Mane and Jota get the goals. Obviously Salah come away with uh, an assist and again, one tackle away from tackle tier. I was so fortunate in this one because given how open that second half in particular was, um, I really thought that, yeah, Salah was going to do me uh, given I gambled on going Bowen. And yeah, it was what a three-point swing, but I got away with it, I think. Yeah, yeah, I'd say so as well. Um, on another day, he probably could have scored, but yeah. that's just the way it goes. Absolutely. Right then, do you want to quickly come on to uh, how you got in this week, mate? And then we'll uh, cover off some of the questions. Yep, so uh, my first team, uh, Team 1, did very well, and that's thanks to Son captaincy. Obviously, that team doesn't have Harry Kane, so 46 points there. Um, In total, I got 103. Um, That team also has double Chelsea, so Rudiger and Thiago Silva, um, Kulisevsky. Yeah, very happy with that, and that saw a rise from I think it was 700th to 427th so it's really pounded through some teams Um, it's it's on six transfers which I'm relatively happy with it's got sort of most captaincies boxed off Um, so I'm relatively happy with how that team looks team two had a fairly decent week it got 88 points um, 13 from Rudiger I captain Kane. I sort of went with the ownership on that one, but I did still own Son. So I've got Salah, Kane and Son up front in nice. that team. Um, yeah, Kubisevsky on 11. So I'm now 230th on that in that team. Doing very well, mate. Very well yeah. indeed. Oh, I'm not catching you, which is, again, is another reason why my Sky Seven's over. Um, <laughs> so in, in team one, I got 74 points this week. Um, mainly thanks to that, that Spurs triple up, you know, Kane, Kulusevsky, uh, Dyer. I've got Thiago Silva in there, um, you know, James Madison, and then yeah, Bowen captaincy was slightly annoying. Um, I'm not really sure what moves I want to make at the moment. Um, in that team, obviously, I went Cody to Madison, that was the, the key one there. This weekend, I'm not so sure. Um, in team two, I've got 80 points, so that's now re-overtaken my team one but it's so tight between the two of them um it was mainly you know the the double up chelsea defense there got me nice 23 points rafinha it's in that squad got obviously the the 10 pointer and then again yeah the the kane and salah captaincies across the weekend kind of helped out there so that's 80 points and up to 764th the other team's 805th so it's just it's honestly it's just a a season that's kind of 
ticking by for me and I've got six transfers left in both. I'll probably do a bit of planning this week now that we've got some time and then um, can I have a look to see where I'm likely to go given, you know, there'll be fixture announcements. Um, we've had some of the doubles already. We'll have the, the Cups of the Champions Leagues. We'll know who's in and who's out. Uh, and I think we'll move from there. So let's quickly jump on to a, a couple of questions that we've had in, mate. Uh, one from, you know, the legend that is Ian Parron. Um, best way to try to make up 50 points on a league leader in Sky FF with hopefully a few transfers in hand. I guess, yeah, it's the deployment of those transfers, how and when you use them. Yeah. Um, if this is for Ian, we all know that he's still got about 14 transfers left. So he's, he's doing bloody yeah. well. I mean, I guess maybe try and find those daisy chains. Maybe you can move Salah onto a KDB or somebody else onto a KDB and then back to that asset that you do still want in your team. Yeah. Um, go places where other people can't get to. And I imagine KDB is one of those. Yeah, I definitely think that's one way to do it is get to places with your transfers that people can't. Like It's all well and good. We're, a lot of us are talking about the double ups on, you know, defensive assets. And that comes on to another question we've got in a sec. But a lot of people are going to be doing that one way or another, whereas not a lot of people will be moving to the likes of Kevin De Bruyne. So, yeah, with the, the run of Brighton, Watford, Leeds, Newcastle, he could haul in any one of those games. If you've got him as captaincy, for instance, particularly, say, on that um, Sunday the 8th of May, when it's uh, Man City, Newcastle, and obviously Arsenal leads, if you're on De Bruyne then and he goes nuts and gets a couple of goals and assist against Newcastle, not many people are going to be on that. And that could be the difference of you catching up. Agreed. Um, and then the second question in is um, Salah Kane Son. One needs to become a premium defender. Which one and when do you move? So that's it's, it's a tricky question. Um, I mean, I have the same strike force and I'm not touching it, I don't think. <laughs> yeah, I mean maybe the Spurs double up would be the one that you look at, given it's it's what Brighton is next. You've then got Brentford, Leicester before it's Liverpool and Arsenal. But if you really wanted to and you wanted to maybe try and chase if that's what you're doing, there's no reason why you couldn't get the game against Brighton and then move on to, say, a City defender or a Chelsea defender um, particularly City, they've got Brighton and Watford um, after Tottenham play Brighton. So you, you could be looking at maybe a 20-pointer from a Laporte there, albeit they then play Brentford the same day as City play Watford. Son could easily go mental again in that game. So And the last two Spurs have Burnley and Norwich, yeah, which is worth mentioning. It, exactly. <laughs> so honestly, it's really tough. And it, out of a lot of them, depending on your position, <sighs> Mo Salah. Maybe. Like, it, it sounds nuts, but it all depends on you're probably going to need coverage for that Liverpool Villa game, albeit not until, what, Tuesday the 10th of May? But at the moment, that's the single. Um, so you, you, you're you going to want coverage there. And yeah, Salah, as we've just seen Spurs, you know, turn Villa over 4-0, even though Villa had chances. Salah could easily haul in that. I wouldn't want to be in that position of having that triple up like, like you, James, because do you really... Do you want to come off? Such a risk. Yeah, I don't think I do. And no. I think my transfers are going to be used elsewhere. Yeah, honestly, Julian, I think that that's such a tough decision. Um, 
yeah, for me, if you were going to move one, Salah maybe, but you have to make sure that you've got coverage. Um, Kane and Son at the moment are in the form form of the season. And like James pointed out, you know, their season carries on. They've got nothing else to play for this season. Entirely league-focused, trying to get that Champions League spot. And yeah, come the end of the season with Burnley and Norwich, you know, if they need... If they need two wins and turn a goal difference around, they're going to do it. You fully expect so. Yeah, agreed. Right then. Well, uh, that's been an absolute pleasure then, mate. Uh, almost half an hour, which is a pretty decent length for a podcast. It's a good time for commuting. Can't really complain about that. I need to really look at uh, some transfers this week. And then hopefully by the time we re-record next week, I'll either have made some moves or I'll have uh, some insight for you guys to how I'm going to use these six transfers. Not a lot left of the season to go. No, no, same for me. <laughs> right, well, uh, all the best this weekend, folks. It's been an absolute pleasure. And uh, as always, it is a goodbye from me. And goodbye from me. Cheers, guys.